Galactic Hollownet. What's up? Welcome to the Scum and Villainy podcast. We have a rose from the ashes, like a, a phoenix arising from its death. Points update brought us all out of hibernation, even though it's still really cold out for, I think, all of us, right? All three of us? Anyway, with me today is Blair, better known as Scruffy, the ship's janitor. How we doing, Blair? Doing all right. How you doing, man? Uh, You know, I'm hanging in there. A little tired. Had a nice, nice little workout at the gym. Now coming You're back. You're doing great. Like, oh. You're living a life. Just, <laughs> it's okay. So. It's true. It's true. And also with me today is Bob, better known as Major Juggler. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm pretty good. And I don't think I see any snow out. So cold is relative. Uh, that's uh, very fair. That's very yeah. fair. So How have I've, you, uh, I have had... you been getting any games in? Not really. I mean, I, I've i played a few games of Vassal last Vassal League season and managed to just barely hang on to staying in Coruscant. So that was at least exciting. It's always a bunch of uh, really good players up in that division. But I haven't been able to get out to a game store to play since March of last year. Something about I have a seven-month-old kid and uh, I, I'm overdue. So hopefully it'll happen soon. The points updates look really interesting, but we'll talk about that in a bit. So interestingly enough, you say you haven't been out to a game store to play. Um, I haven't also been to a game store to play in anything that is not at least a hyperspace trial level tournament or bigger in probably also whenever the last store champions were. Well, that's, I mean, so the last game I actually played was a hyperspace trial in March and that was it. So that's it. And I won, so I can say I haven't, you know, See, it's been, it's been since at least March of last year, since I've lost a game of X-Wing. But. Yeah, going out on top. Easy. All right. So many of you have been asking where we've been at. Um, Major <laughs> Juggler had a child. So did Ricky. That's why Ricky's not here. Uh, Blair's been doing other things like coaching basketball and the like. And I've been also doing other things. And Will is in like peak robotic season at this point, so he'll be uh he'll be hit or miss on if we can get him on the on the show or not. So he's got to go build an actual robot to go. You know, I don't know. I think they like throw high schoolers at objectives or something like that. I'm it's I'm always a little questionable on what he's doing. Are we talking about robots that physically throw high schoolers like catapults? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's first robotics, so it's like a high school function. But they build robots to uh, accomplish tasks, and I'm assuming you throw high schoolers at the tasks. Like, I mean, that's what I would do. So there you go. Yeah, it's kind of so, interesting yeah. because I, I now work for a robotics company, but I am not naturally in the robotics industry, uh, electrical engineering, this and that. So it's kind of like I, I've I've seen that he was at uh, conferences that uh, some of our employees also went to, one building over sort of thing, or just to the oh, same yeah, conference. That sure. was kind of funny. So everyone is all excited or angry or, I don't know, <laughs> yelling on the internet because we got new points today as well as we found out what they were going to do with the hyperspace system or with the hyperspace uh, format. What am I looking for here? Format. Yeah, yeah, format. And the hyperspace format is interesting. Those will be used for system opens. So I have to care when I go defend Adepticon. Like I need to need to retain my title. So now I have to like pay attention to it, which is really annoying. Thankfully, LVO in like two weeks is extended. And Blair and I are going to be there trying to uh, bring home some uh, hardware, which will be, be a fun time. Plus, it's in Vegas. So if we don't, I mean, we get to go hang out in Vegas. Hell yeah. Blair, are you excited? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, <clears throat> if anyone wants to, I'm going to go play some poker with Ryan Fleming on yeah. Thursday and maybe Saturday. So if anyone wants to uh, come with us, maybe find a one three table go ahead and like hit either one of us up on facebook nice good stuff uh i think kevin and i uh lentz are gonna go visit other things in vegas that are going on should be fun so we're both flying friday so we've got a saturday to just like you know go party in uh sin city you uh, have you had a chance to look at the points update you have any idea on like uh, what you think you're gonna do in an extended new points meta um you know <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff that like definitely like caught my eye i mean so much stuff went down across i mean like the average faction probably had three pilots decrease and 30 increase or sorry other way around three pilots increase and 30 decrease in cost 
Yeah. Like, and particularly generics, like generics went down all across the board. It's yeah. interesting. So Blair, this patch is for you, man. Yeah. It was just, it's a lot to take in, to be honest. And uh, I don't know. To tell you truthfully, I still feel like I'm still kind of like adjust, <clears throat> adjusting to like the two point, just a 2.0 and like figuring out like what is good. But man, there's like a lot of stuff that's like really interesting there. It's it's honestly like really crazy because I don't we've never been in a place in this game where it's like this wide open. I think now I said every points update. <laughs> it's just gonna get more wide open. It's fine. I know. It really uh, is. Yeah, uh, and I guess so. Like a quick note, because I'm trying to think if there was any other major changes. Uh, they did change how tractor beams work, which is pretty cool. So now when you get tractor beam, if your opponent chooses to move your ship, so obviously the barrel roll or the, the straight boost forward, you as the person that got tractor beam can then choose to take a stress and move your ship 90 degrees. So that's some cool counterplay to um, mostly the separatists tractor beam shenanigans that are going on. But would also, I guess, in effect, let um, let people come back, or basically let them reduce the cost of the quad jumpers, and let people kind of counter that play as well. So that's a you know, it's a, that, a neat space. Yeah, it really is. That is like a sign of good play testing, not just like yeah, reduce that, increase that. Like it it increases agency and yep. is a really clever way to modify something in the game. Yeah, and so, and I think the, the the part that I like about it the best, as being someone that does play like a like Sunfac, I enjoy playing Sun. Um, it still lets me be a good Sunfac player and not have anything change because I'm still going to actively look to put you on a rock, right? And also, if I can get behind you or I can force you to where your rotate of ninety degrees still can't shoot me, like that's a very normal thing, right? So I'm going to get on the flank and I'm going to get behind you. So now me moving you doesn't. Like you don't have the chance to still like turn 90 degrees and, and shoot me, but you could still at least do that to give yourself like a weird bailout vector, right? Like, okay, I'm going to take one round of shooting instead of before where it's like, if I'm exactly on your six, you're taking multiple rounds of me tractor beaming you and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I like that across the board. Yeah. I don't All think right. I've had a chance to play with or against Nantexes because it's been so long since I've gone out to a game store. So, uh, I, I read that update and I thought that sounded really interesting. Uh, but now I'm like two or three iterations behind. <laughs> so yeah. another thing I'll be looking forward to, to playing against. Uh, I don't know as you'd be looking for Like, honestly, this one, after this update, it might be fine. Uh, the biggest problem I had, and one of the reasons I don't like go to local stores and play a lot, like for just like local game nights, is I want to practice the stuff that I'm actually playing. And I don't want to play people that don't want to play Nantex. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a fun experience if you don't have a list that's tech to deal with it. Like, the, the number of times I'd play into like a, like good stuff resistance like four four t70s or things like that or it's like it's not a game like you you don't have the arcs to corral me and i'm just going to have sun truck your ships one after the other but yeah so some interesting things on points uh tie fighters went down pretty much across the board except for iden and howrunner they went up a little bit so that's an interesting space and you can actually fit the Ocho with Hellrunner, which is super scary. Like seven Academy pilots and Hellrunner all on the same I, list. I already posted in the Fly Better podcast yeah. uh, tagging Dallas. Yep. Well, so you did. Uh, I told Farmer earlier today that he, need, he needs to get audio recording of telling Dallas that that's actually now a viable list or like a, it fits point wise. But then also give him about 30 seconds of happiness before he tells him that Hellrunner isn't in hyperspace. <laughs> so... Which brings us to hyperspace. Like, well, and before also, we jump into hyperspace, yeah. do you want to talk about like? So, so there's so much like general philosophy that they did here. I think the biggest mic drop moment was basically that they reduced the price of some of the generics to bring them below breakpoints. Notably, obviously, X-wings. They yep. dropped them by a point, so now you can get five of them. Um, I don't know, Blair, how you feel about that, but me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I found it for so long that five is you, not interesting. You had to think that it was like going to come because I know they said at the start, like it's not going to be a thing, but they also made it a thing at the end of 1.0. 
Right. And it it was good, but it didn't really like break the game. Oh, it only didn't break the game because when it happened, we were in peak, like, burn it down. <laughs> they don't care. We had, I mean, we had Reapers double jamming things at range two. And it wasn't even five X-Wings. It was five X-Wings with flight <laughs> assist Astromech. So now they're yeah, boosting and throwing oh, everything. That's crazy. Um, but honestly, the thing that, like, I was, like, most shocked by is you can fit four X-Wings and two Z95s. I mean, yeah, that, that seems real good. That is insane. Like, when you think back, 4VZ was, like, one of the most, one of the best, like, com- producing jousting lists in, like, 1.0 history. Like, it had a real good run in, like, Wave 5 and 6. Oh, yeah. Now you can get a whole sixth ship. Like, I, man, does that just, like, like really that. go to show, like, how stacked the deck was against, like, <laughs> generic jousters in 1.0 is that... Not only have aces been nerfed, but now you can get a whole another ship. That's like where the brain trust feels. The game is at now. I'm, I'm sorry, I just had to say because that just like blows my mind. So interestingly, I think it's actually like not the the generics on the aces side. It's that like the swarm factions that are the jousting factions have just gotten mm-hmm. a lot better, right? Like absolutely. You're, like uh, like four BZ like if you if you I mean if you put four like two point B wings and a Z on the board like it, it's just going to get trucked by like a CIS seer swarm. Yeah. Right. Like just not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's another, actually, that's the other big update is uh TA one seventy five um, has been changed and effectively all of the destroyed uh, conditions. So like when a ship is destroyed uh, now takes place when it's officially destroyed, which is like how the stock rules are. And that is when your whole value, when you have damage cards equal to your whole value. Now any yeah, effects so that are to back up. So so I played this list a bit, not as much as say like Paul Heaver or something, but uh, I saw him playing it a couple seasons ago on Vassal League, and then I said, "Hey, that looks interesting," and then I started playing it, and uh, might might have been how I stayed in Coruscant. I don't know if it was this time or the previous one, uh, just kind of riding that squad. So originally, yeah. when this thing came out, as soon as a ship died, you basically got the tokens on everybody, and then they nerfed it, so you no, had to wait that's, until that's, the end. That's of not an... true, wasn't it? Okay. Maybe I was no, playing. No, it, it was originally when it came out, everyone was playing. Yeah. No, no, it's sweet. It's so... I cheated to stay in Coruscant. <laughs> nobody <laughs> else, nobody else knew either. But yeah. No, it's it's always been that way. Okay. Um, yeah. When it was at the end of the initiative stage, or at least when it was advertised that way, I think everyone realized, oh, this is actually kind of bad because then somebody would roll in with a 4BZ or equivalent list that's all shooting at the same initiative and you don't get any of your tokens until after they're completely done shooting. And that's just really sad. So um, I know how this plays if you play it the other way, uh, where you get the tokens immediately and it's just handing out candy all the time. That's pretty good. That's the good news. The bad news is that the price went up. So it's nine points now. And the carrier, uh, well, if you were going to use Seer, that went up too. So if you were using TA-175 on Seer, that's now 10 points more. So you can still fit uh seven droids with grappling struts and seer with ta175 but that is 200 points on the nose i i wonder if that was intentional on the designer's part they still wanted to leave that open but you don't have any room for anything else um so i might give that a whirl and try that i don't know how well it will do against some of these other uh new jousty lists that we have that are you know 4x2z i guess Yeah, and it's also so the other trick is like you're down to the trade drones, uh, the initiative ones, right? That's yep. that's the other problem. Yeah. So I mean, you don't mind that a little bit when you have TA one seventy five. You're like, yeah, go ahead and shoot me, and then everyone's gonna get the calculates, and you know it's okay ish until you lose too many of them. Uh, and uh, by the way, got, okay, you got thirteen points. So you actually have points to play with, right? Yeah, I mean, you can rip off grappling struts, um, but there's not much room there. So I think, Tyler, you had mentioned offline before about putting it on like a hyena or something, the most expensive hyena that has a TA-175 slot. And uh, the other option would be the cheapest infiltrator. And and that option also gets you to 200 points even. So there's a couple ways to do this, and I'm sure some people will find it to be successful. But it may may get overrun by uh, a couple other newer jousty lists like with x-wings getting cheaper and stuff uh but they're they're all in the same ballpark right it's been like it's literally been probably a year and a half or two years since i've really done anything with my matlab scripts and i really haven't updated them for the droids because of the calculate economy so i mean i can treat calculate like a focus and it's 
kind of similar because they have network calculations. So it's probably actually better than Focus. No, it's it's better. Like that's um, the big thing. Like having yeah. played it a lot, it, it runs better because because you, you have... basically you it's not as rare that you're going to have to spend two calculates for uh, well, on a single not attack. Even that. It's because uh... you get keep getting them between uh, multiple attacks or multiple. Yeah, defenses. it's it's multiple yeah. dice rolls is the big yeah. the big stick. Right. So so how it many is times better. Have you ever rolled? Where you roll, like, you know, you know you're going to take three shots, and you roll the first one, and you roll one focus. And you're like, do I spend it on the one, or do I try to hold out and see if I get, you know, two later on on one of my other And now you've got three buddies around you, so you're like, yeah. yes, all right. the things, it's fine. Correct. And you, you can even spend it from the guy in the back that doesn't need it anymore sort of thing. Um, so the the TLDR on that is I haven't updated my scripts and the numbers I have are probably a little bit pessimistic because they assume that you just get one focus on a droid and it's better than that. But, you know, droids are pretty good. And if you can park them on a rock and get the extra agility, that's even better. So um, can X-Wings keep up with that? Eh, it's maybe not quite because actually the funny thing is I've been using the T-65 Initiative 2 X-Wing um, at 40 points as my baseline jousting value for a couple years now. <laughs> Basically, since version 2 came out, I said, uh, no, 41's not right for some of the top-end stuff. I'm just going to assume it's 40 and use that as a baseline and then measure other things against that. And uh, so, like, by definition right now, the T65 X-Wing is 100% jousting efficiency because I'm using that as the metric at 40 points. And the droids are still better than 100%. Um, so, you know... I think the droids are probably still going to come out on top, especially once you have TA-175. Um, but I'm interested to see what sort of synergies come out there now that lots of, you know, everything's a wild, wild west now, so somebody's going to find something. Well, you also have the, the zealots that are 39, so you actually get extra points there. Yeah, those are obviously a little bit more efficient, and they're probably a better one-to-one -one comparison to the lowest initiative droids, because now everybody's initiative one. Um, so, sure. Yep. So droids are in an interesting spot. Where uh, Blair, what were some of the other uh, cool points, but point drops that you've seen in the generic space besides the four uh, X and the two Z? Well, I think everyone would agree Scum was the big winner um, of this, but like there was all their like init one guys, the Zealous Recruit, the Xanu Five, the Tie Fighter, the uh, the M three A, the Cartel Spacer. All those dropped. Uh, the the spacer and the zealot dropped three points. So there was a lot of options there for like some scum spam. Uh, so I'm actually been looking at that uh, to tell you truthfully. Um, so how do you build a list with that? Do you do you just overwhelm with numbers? Are you going to try to have a closer? Uh, it's been so long <laughs> ever that what? I've seen these particular uh, ships on the table. I don't remember the last time Blair flew a list with an air quotes closer in it. <laughs> His closer I, is the last Z95 on the board, baby. Hero Z95. I flew the Minox Special after Worlds 2017, Tyler, and I okay. did freaking awesome with oh it. no i'm not saying that you wouldn't do well <laughs> with it that's there's a difference sir um well uh, you're gonna make me tip my hand for lvo uh, you you're uh, welcome I to not tip away i don't well i'm so bad that i just don't really think it's gonna matter <laughs> but um so once upon a time a person discovered the value of putting tracers on z95s and effectively taking their attack value from two to three, right? Seems at least for, one, I, I, at I, least I for one shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you have a cartel spacer, right, they can take a tractor beam for two points. Okay. Now, you look at that, you say, well, he doesn't do any damage, Blair. Why the hell do I care about that? Well, We're talking about the Seek, right? The Seek, yeah. yeah. Sure. If you follow that tractor beam shot up with six more shots, I mean, if you're in that position, wouldn't you yeah. rather just like take a damage? Then you'd probably rather take a damage than get tractor at that point. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's and that's yeah. just like the uh, um, XY's uh, Australian system open winner that was using it with uh, Dooku and a bunch of droids, right? Like he was using Dooku with tractor beam. Same idea. Okay, I haven't been in the loop, so I don't know. But, <laughs> that was like you um, know four months ago. It's fine. Oh, I see. 
Um, but yeah, that is a that's something that I think has some hundred percent. I mean, it's it's also similar to the way uh, uh, Kalen ran beef swarm, right? Like you had the B wing with the tractor beam to like yeah. pull stuff into all the Z's. Yeah, absolutely. Like and being someone that has played an Antex for the last three months, basically exclusively, uh, those vulture two die shots hit real hard when suddenly you're reduced by your agility is reduced by one. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing with the tractor beam is you can actually track your medium base ships with it. Like yep. you, you have the shot to do it. I mean, it's not necessarily going to happen, but you have the chance versus like my Nantex that just can't. So. I uh, wonder. Yeah. So IGs have, they're one of, they're one of like three ships that have dropped across the board in every update. A didn't drop in like last time, but that was the only exception. And they've, they're now down to like an average of 60, Four, sixty-four and a third. Yeah, I was looking at lists with three of them because I I really want to play IGs again because I just had so much fun with it back in the day. Uh, Like that was my world's 2015 run when I didn't quite make uh, the cut. I was obviously flying B and C. Um, So now it's 63 points for B and D. Uh, C is 64 points, and then if you want A, it's 67, which to me still isn't quite cheap enough. I'm, I'm looking ah. at the numbers. It's like, oh, it's so close. But, I mean, I'm looking at, like, you could put Fearless on two of them and Crackshot on one and a title on all three, and then you're at, like, 200 points. Um, it's yeah. not a dumpster bin, but I think there's still better squads that are out there. For sure. Um, the, those ships really miss. Like, I think that's the ship that misses auto thrusters the most. It totally like, is. And they also got hit hard by the change in cannons, too. Because yep. normally the thing was, okay, I'm not in range 3, I'm going to boost in, alright, now I'm good. Uh, that's where they wanted to be. And then, like, the way your sloop would work out with your large base, that would often... Yeah, you're going to be behind. Three. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they're yeah, really totally different by the 2.0 totally changes. Though. Yeah, I mean, in 1.0 was a buzzsaw, especially if you ran the fire control system with B, because you would shoot at something, and you would miss, and be like, oh, great, well, I got a target lock now, and it's four dice with my heavy laser cannon again, so you have to dodge two attacks with four dice, and the second one has to be modified. Uh, It's very different now, like, there's no cannon that's obvious, except maybe, I guess, you can do an ion cannon, but that's one damage, and, I mean, unless you're awesome and you managed to win worlds 1.0 with it that's not like a normal list right uh and there's no fire control system that works the same way anymore i guess you can right. take the target lock and hold on to it but that's not great because you really want to double calculate there's no, so there's it's no just, predator either yeah it's a very right, yeah, boring yeah. it's a much more boring ship tactically uh, uh yep. there's just not as much you can do with it so or or i should say more boring I think, ship, I, uh, think, I think it's fire to fly but it definitely doesn't have like it just doesn't have the mods that it has anymore. And you're right. stapling the title to it. So really, they're like 64, 64, 65. Yep. And that leaves you just a, only a couple of points to Seven play with. points, yeah. yeah. That's just yeah. not enough. I, don't think I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I actually love the medium bases, and I think it's awesome. And if they... Uh, uh, tournament results, results notwithstanding, maybe I'll be proven wrong and people will start doing amazing with this, but I doubt it. Uh, but I'd like to see these keep going down to the point that they're, you know, legit playable without overpowered. I think they're not quite there yet, but that would be... It just seems like a fun ship to fly with medium. It bases. really does, yeah. Three of them, too, you know, get a weave in and out. They can all Man, be... It. They can all do weird things. And D, now you can take D. Like, that was the one thing I actually really wanted to do in first edition. Uh, in fact, I actually started, I think, on B and D, not B and C. And D is just kind of fun, doing the three hard Segner sloop. You really mess people up when you do that. You can fit them in weird places, and it, it's it's cool. Uh, so I'm hopeful that after another iteration or two, now that they have broken the dam uh, on going to three, they'll be happy, you know, they'll say, okay, yeah, well, maybe in six months, they're not doing quite where they want, so they'll keep lowering it. And uh, I'll, I'll get off on a rabbit trail here for just a sec, but... Um, I'm really glad that they did break the dam on breakpoints because, like, eventually, after enough iterations, they have to get to the game to the point that if they're trying, most stuff can be pretty well reasonably balanced. And for the longest time, I swear, FFG, like, hated generics. Uh, we went through, like, the glory <laughs> phase of 4BZ. And other than that, you had to do something weird like Blair 
uh, finding these ways to make two attack dice ships good, but they, they kind of got away from that. And I remember even talking to Frank Brooks in 2015 at Worlds, and he was like, well, you know, we think people really like these hero name pilots that have plot armor that basically you see on the screen, and then they have these cool abilities that you can use. And that's true, but you're also making these generic pilot cards. Let's make those like flyable too. So I'm, I'm really optimistic that they're moving in the direction that they're trying to legitimately make them good too. So I, I don't know that we're completely there yet, but uh, I mean, we are. They got generics two... have been really good for the past like six months. Well, it depends well, on the generic, right? I would love, I would yeah. like to see all generics be at least moderately useful. There's still some that are lagging behind, but yeah. I'm the, uh, I'm the, I want to make everything perfect so I could just right. pick a squad and, and fly it and, I mean, that's I, I understand where you're coming from. That's not an actual reasonable like thing for any kind of a competitive game, right? Like you can't have perfect balance. You always have to have imperfect balance. Um, but we've seen it. It's just faction specific, right? Like so, like uh, first order has I had like really great generics, and they they got cheaper again. I don't I don't know why they got cheaper. <laughs> they were really good before. Like, I mean, it's not a not a bunch, but you know, like, uh, what is it? Yeah, like the. Uh, the, the, the well, just the, uh, the FO like just went down in cost. Cool, like across the board. Uh, yeah, we well, never you never really see too much from other than like long scorch and really the generic epsilon. Uh, yeah. So I like I mean basically the one of the best uh, FO lists that I've seen is scorch a cadet two SFs like the generic SFs and then yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Like and you and you just got more points to play with. It's like oh hey look at this I have I have more points now I don't know what to do. Um, just because I mean, and it's old school X-wing, right? Like it's five ships, four of them in a brick and an ace, like supporting an ace, and get the ace to the end game. Cool. Um, so like them, obviously, like all the separatist swarms that have, have been out there. Um, okay, yeah, I'm looking at the updates now. So they didn't change the tie SFs this go around, but they did change. Basically, every single FO fighter went down by one, except yep. for this Lieutenant Revis guy. That that's good. I mean, they kind of needed it. They don't have Hallow Runner to buff them. They have the extra shield, but eh, you know. So yeah, it's good a, to see them move in the right it's direction. Such a better dial. Like, I don't know. It's one of those like as as a generic, I they they do really well. Um, and I think the SFs are in the right spot. Uh, one of the interesting things that caught me is that uh, the uh, generic strikers, like the the init one strikers and the init one interceptors for Empire, went down by three points apiece. Yeah, I was pretty surprised at that too. Like thirty-one. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. So I'm surprised that they have them at the same points. I still feel, and I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, I feel that the striker is a little bit better in absolute terms than the Alpha Squadron pilot. I, I wouldn't say absolute. Versions um they're 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 both different and they fit a different gap like i i like the striker i like the way it moves but the fact that the uh the interceptor can, can basically maneuver around the battlefield better like you're get you're you get better maneuverability out of it than you do comparatively to the striker yeah it really is <laughs> like what when you put when you put it into effect like you think you sit down thinking about strike like the dial is so much better on the alpha yeah can, like being able to boost like it, barrel boost in any order it is it is a lot right. better and then and it's specifically because the number of times where yes you're gonna ailerons but like you can only ailerons one way right like it's just here's the way i can go this turn because either other ships are in the way or rocks or you know, just all that kind of stuff so do you foresee a list here, since they cost the same amount of points, they're the same initiative, that you could mix uh, a couple strikers in to basically act as blockers and then have the, you know, like alphas also in there? Because the jousting value of an initiative one alpha is not terrible now. I don't know. It's not quite where a TIE fighter is. Um, but you got three dice, so there's a little bit less variance there. Um, the issue is just protecting these things. So I wonder if you can play a blocking game with strikers or something. Um, I mean, so I maybe well, yeah. So um, the problem is um, Cal, or uh, what's her name? Why can I not think of the Sloan? Admiral Sloan is a hyperspace legal, so that's that's where I would look to use it. Um, uh, Sloan in a in like a Reaper or something like that with a bunch of um, yeah. Let me let me let me play with points real quick. 
That's a lot of trapezoids. I've thought about that too. So uh, while you're looking that up, I will say that uh, I was recently uh, looking at redoing my foam because I hadn't cut new foam since like 2015 or some silly thing. Since like wave seven of first edition. And uh, now I'm looking at it thinking, do I need to cut foam for an extra two strikers because you can fly six of them? Uh, That's the other side too, is people were flying five plus Wampa before. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. It wasn't good, but it was okay. And now you just don't have to uh, have Wampa. Like you, you have right. six strikers. And this is the the reason why I think it's not as big of a deal that they're going below breakpoints as people thought. Because even though, you know, so maybe you have four of one thing and then the fifth thing was like a little bit cheaper. But there's something in a similar price point. So you're basically already there anyway. So hopefully this won't. I don't think it's going to break the game to have six strikers or five X-Wings. But it's it will make like... me that they went 41, 41, 41, or not 40. Oh, crap. Uh, what were they? 44. 44, yeah. They went down three. 44, 44, 44, 41. 34. 34. Right. Yeah, Sorry, 34. Like, it just, man, it's just kind of weird that they would make such a big jump after not touching them at all, but, yeah. How about the CNR at 26? It's dropped two points and dropped two points last time. That, God, that seems pretty good to me. Yeah, I okay, haven't done the math on it, this. At 31, yeah. like, that seems like a, a nice little a nice little ship to help give you some some art coverage. It, like Initiative 2, there's a lot of initiative two options there for Empire. Like, oh man, I think I think there's a lot of stuff to be explored there with like uh, the the gunboats and those guys. So I haven't done the math on this, but I'm looking at it like obviously it's 31 points for like you said an ion cannon tower on the cheapest aggressor. That's the same price as a striker or a tie interceptor. So you can clearly get six of these things and still have 14 points left, which smells like that might be a list that you have five of them and an end game piece or something like that or a pseudo end game piece. Uh, it, I, I like control lists, so the idea of flying around with uh soul crushing six ion cannons just sounds like a great great load of fun for me but i wonder if that has like you're talking you're talking on you're talking on um aggressors with the turrets yeah empire aggressors i mean but whatever we say on this listen to the y-wings too because didn't they drop two points again so they went down one just one okay um but yeah those guys the tempest went down two again you can get Five Tempest with passive, still have five points left over. It's it's the day of the generics. <laughs> for sure. um, so we don't think triple aggressors are a thing yet. How about how about the jump master guys? Uh, the jump master has gone down by like more than ten points on average across the board. So if anybody wants to, to see some, I think too. Yeah, they can. If anybody wants to see some can. funny stuff. Uh, me and um, that was myself and um, Jack Mooney. We're talking on uh, one of the Facebook groups, and we have about a 25 comments uh, thread about he was sad that Han got cheaper and Jake is still hyperspace legal, and then he found out that like none of the upgrades he needs to make a Han Jake list are hyperspace legal. And so we're going back and forth, and he has like four different quad jump master lists that he's wanting to try. Because, like, in Extended, you can actually fit four with um, uh, the Shock and Discharge Veins. Oh. I mean, you can have Dengar with Punishing 1 and then three contracted scouts for 151 points and have 19 points for upgrades. That's probably terrible, but... Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's four with Feedback Array and Discharge Veins, right? So it's like, not only do you get auto-damaged, but then you take the Ion from them. Seems okay. All right. Dang, I have to look at this. How does this work again? They have changed this. Uh, what feedback array or static discharge veins? Static discharge veins. Uh, so you got to be touching them now. Like that's uh, the big okay. thing. <laughs> so it's not as terrible, but 
Yeah, before you engage, you may gain one ion token and one disarm. If you do, each ship at range zero suffers one damage. So you're also hurting yourself with this. That includes too. yourself. That's okay. How many hit points do you have? Nine. Nine. Yeah. So if you get the like awesome block where you're blocking multiple things, but then you're also just dumping off the ions onto people too, so that they get stuck on you. So you just sit there and hard one into them. Or well, maybe you hard one into them. Is that yeah, you hard one left into them. <laughs> well now in theory, uh this is against the tournament regulations to create a fortress situation, even if you're using other. Is that true? No. Uh, it's, that's if not you're a intentionally, situation. if you're intentionally bumping into another player and they're perpetually ioned into you. Uh, right. It's it's not because the only time fortressing is a, is illegal is if it's to manipulate a uh, a tiebreaker scenario. Like you're not, you're actively damaging them. Like you're progressing the game state, even though your ships aren't moving, you're still progressing mm. the game state. I have to yeah. read the rules on that. I, yeah, I think, yeah. I feel like that's the way any judge would rule it. Like you've basically got the game into a situation where it's, it's clearly advancing. Uh, but I thought the rule said something about like, if no ships move, then right. if none of your ships move for three turns in a row and it's not, advancing a game state but it's like your ship doesn't have to move uh, yeah it's it's it, the easy side of it is it's not against any fortressing rules like if you have locked someone down and they're they're being forced to bump in that's been a thing for a while interesting we've done it cool. with like awaken and stuff like that yep well that past. works they're 50 points each and you can just ram yeah. into stuff i mean i don't think it's good but it's at least interesting because getting four jump masters with the terrible dial that they now have into uh like into the same area to try to like actually get stuff locked down is going to be difficult at best and then they also have a crappy gun that is a turret that's only fixed in one like fixed in one direction right like so but it's it would be annoying to play against i'll put it that way and it's an extended so it's gonna have to deal with all the other nonsense which we almost got there boys and girls it was real close the Delta Defender is 67 points. One more point. <laughs> one more point. And then we're back to the glory days. Quick, let me look it up. How close is it now? It's one point. It's 67 instead of six. Like, it needs to be 66. Well, I know, but is it, is, it, is it reasonable? Uh, uh, let's see. I mean... uh, yeah, so I'm uh... trying to think. What did... Uh... I don't so okay so here's something that's weird to me it's 67 points but then you go up to initiative four and it jumps all the way up to 74. i guess that makes sense because like you are paying for more but the ship is like the initiative one ship has a lot of value just in being a blocker sure um and i kind of don't want to spend points to go from initiative one to initiative four because i know that there's going to be fives and maybe even some sixes out there that can that can hunt a four anyway um but whatever it's fine i still think they're too expensive which is kind of silly, but they have a light key turn, so you know. They, I mean, they're seven hit points. They have full throttle. The white, sure, they have a white K turn, but like they have boost native now. Man, am I not in on them going under sixty-seven? Yeah, it's still single action outside the evade for full throttle, though. So if you boost, you're not going to have sure. uh, focus. So it's it's different. Uh, they're definitely better. Oh, he had, that's what he did. He had guns on. Did it obviously go up a point? We... It did, didn't it? I mean, that's actually really interesting. If they were to have made it like 66 points and you put five X-Wings on one side and three defenders on the other, um, who wins? <laughs> I mean, I, I probably take the defenders outside of like really weird, weird dice. Because they're, so their their shot time is going to be way higher than the X wing, or if the X wings are just K turning with them, which they can't do every turn, right? Then they're uh, they're getting a good shot every other turn versus the defenders getting a good shot every turn. Yeah, it's kind of hard to math out the nonlinear evade token the way I'm doing it right now, so uh, that makes it tough. But if the X-Wings can do well on the Alpha and take a Defender out, then, which, you know, you've got 15 dice, that's going to potentially still kill a Defender. Um, anyway, theoreticals. We could talk about this again in another five months just before they're about to do another points updates and hypothesize right? if they're going to drop it below 67. 
We'll probably know by then because if defenders are just still garbage and don't do well, and they've already hit Whoa, other hold break on. points, they'll the probably defenders, drop. Defenders these. are not garbage, and they have done fine. It's just a lot of people don't fly them. Like they they are very far from garbage. Well, there's ranges of garbage, so there's there's really bad garbage, which I think is what most people think of, and then there's like I'm still not going to take this to worlds because I'm really competitive and the margins are small. Level of garbage. Uh, I think the Thai defenders are, are are now probably closer to that level of, uh, like you can take it to a game store on a weekly night sort of thing, and you right. Be okay, I, I'm but... saying that it was like it was the best performing list in the uh, last, like the best performing Empire list was like two two defenders and a palp shuttle. Mm. Yeah, like they're they're absolutely there. And to just give you an idea, uh, to kill a seven point defender. Like with all five X wings with focus shooting at it, you have like a six percent chance of doing that in a turn. Ooh, yay! Other people <laughs> doing math calculators that I don't have to, you know, yeah. make my own. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it depends what range you're at. That's range two. Range three, range you two. absolutely yeah. don't. Range one, why is the defender there? <laughs> yeah. If I'm range one, why am I not behind you? Uh, yeah, it goes to like 2% at range 3. But, but yeah, so... I don't no, the know. Named, I, defender, the named defenders defend, are really good. Like, but the, the defenders in those lists would typically were the named defenders. Um, nope, I don't recall. Nope, Deltas. Deltas, Deltas okay. Laser cannons. I haven't yep. checked the tournament results recently enough to have seen that particular list floating around. Um, so I don't know when that was or or, or when they were doing well. Well, it's not they. It's like there's like a, there's like two or three people that fly it. And okay. Done well with it. But, yeah. We need to send out some imperial spies. Uh, well, it's so, but it's it's this it's if you ever looked at old Commonwealth defenders, they're doing the same things as they always used to do, right? Like they just put you into the K turn, like oblivion, and deal with it, right? Hey, I came up with Commonwealth defenders back in the day. I feel like I should be on top of this. <laughs> uh, it's, all right. Do we want to talk about? hyperspace specific stuff or is there any other points things that are uh, like jump out at anybody sun fact went up by four points i still have an eight point bid i don't care vultures and struts didn't get touched that's insane like yeah. that's absolutely like crazy out there um i think you're going to see a reasonable amount of that in vassal league especially in oh, like 100 percent Especially if it's extended. Like, if it's extended, yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have plenty of points to work with. You had points before, so the, the points that did go up didn't get changed enough. Um, yeah. Uh, so in hyperspace, for those of you who haven't been paying attention, uh, there's basically five ships, roughly, per faction that is hyperspace legal now. I think that's, like, rough. Generally, on average, it's five. They do it across the board. They keep it at five across. No, I think that like some people lost, lost one. But yeah, FO only gets four. Yeah, okay. So, so, uh, so were, the, were you guys listening to the stream at all? Because they talked about uh, hyperspace philosophy, and I thought it was very interesting that they flat out said that any new ships that they're just releasing are definitely all going to be hyperspace yeah. legal for all of the pilots, and they will secondarily try to emphasize uh re-released ships so they want you to buy those too so the hyperspace yeah, format is basically go buy our new ships format that's always been that like that's what it was always going to be is it's 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 the difference between standard and like legacy card games and the like right like so standard is always the latest faction and then like a couple other things that haven't rotated out yet so i would expect them to effectively always have like from an Empire perspective, it's going to be the TIE Advanced and the TIE Fighter because it's that's like your core set ships, right? Maybe, I guess, maybe not even the Advanced. The TIE Fighter will always be there because that comes in the core set and then it'll be whatever the newest stuff is, which is why... Oh, would, they ever did, take, would they ever take Vader out of hyperspace? I don't know that they I would. I mean, they, they did. Like, he doesn't oh, have they? afterburners. Well, he, he doesn't have afterburners. He's worthless. You can put him on the table. He'll just I, be very sure? bad. And he's really expensive. Like, he's way too expensive without afterburners. And they also took all the good, uh, like, so if precog, so advanced sensors, precog, or precognitive reflexes, and supernatural reflexes are all not in hyperspace. So all of your ability to move before revealing your dial is out of the, out of the game in hyperspace. 
We must line up one at each other and joust <laughs> honorably. Yeah, honor, honorably joust. Let's go. Um, so yeah. So like for example, Empire has like the Tie Advance, the Tie Reaper, but only the named pilots in the Tie Reaper. The uh, the generic is not there. Uh, the Tie Fighter is there, but there's like a handful of Tie Fighters that aren't in there as well. Um, it's like what uh, we lost. Most notably, we lost uh, Hal Runner. Uh, rest in peace, Tie Swarm. Uh, but it's like Hellrunner, Wampa, Valen, Rudar, and Nightbeast aren't hyperspace legal for whatever reason. And then what else do we get? Oh, the Striker and the Decimator. But the Decimator also does not have the generic. So it's like only Oiken, Chirno, and then like the new Decimator that's going to be coming out whenever it drops. Like the, the guy that gets the free reinforces. So the other notables, like, so the biggest thing that I noticed in space is the fact that outside of von reg's tie when he drops in the the force the uh the f first order interceptor and poe in the t70 there isn't a t an i6 ace anymore like you at least have vader and fen rao but those aren't aces those are like more brawlers with vader not having access to any kind of uh extra maneuvers and fen only having boost or barrel roll in the same turn he can't do both so he can't double reposition so the ace play is definitely at the i5 category like there's still plenty of i5 aces that are really good um other like so the other notable ones like wedge is gone out of out of the t65s anakin has gone out of the aether sprites um actually i do i want to double check that i was pretty sure he was gone yeah no anakin could you put anakin in a y-wing is he there at least that'd be dank Ah, he is. You can have Anakin in the Wyoming. Whatever. Fine. Have fun hyperspace format. Nonsense. So I don't know what I'm going to fly in hyperspace. Like It's it's kind of all over the place. I might do what Blair was talking about and uh, just run five Tempests with uh, advanced targeting computers. Just make someone else figure out the problem. That sounds fun. Blair, have you, uh, do you actually have a hyperspace event coming up anytime soon? Huh. Is it is like so like some store championships and system open? Yeah, so the first series of store championships, all system opens, and then the second series of store championships can be hyperspace or extended yeah. based on what the store owner wants. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go to a couple, but meh. Not really super excited by the prospect. Yeah. I, I, so I'm not either, but at the same token, it's not like the worst. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, yeah. I go figure out a game mode, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's like the, the new stuff, but eh. I, I think they should have two formats, but and I understand it'd be more ambitious to do something else, but I'd be, I wish they would explore it a little bit more than just having it be just, we're just going to limit the amount of ships i like them to like go down another path and have like a certain have a different kind of game type or something sure that's fair yeah, that'd be pretty interesting it's really hard to get that going for tournament style um but something yeah. other than uh 200 v 200 six obstacles yeah. uh would be pretty yeah. interesting if they were to get that reasonably like well, I, it doesn't have to be aces high every round of something like that obviously but uh, aces um, ace high is dank it's i'm always in i have yet to play it's so sad i'm the 2019 <laughs> aces high world champion dang i didn't realize that was a thing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, X-Wing Junkies decided to make it a thing and then have an eight-man aces high on stream at, like, the quarterfinal round of Worlds. At which point, nice. my, my Sunter fail lived for two straight turns with five-plus people shooting at him while he was blocked and just didn't take damage. While I was absolutely shit-talking the entire table. I was like, yeah, try and shoot me. You can't shoot me. It's not going to matter. It was pretty awesome. You can see it on their... Uh, you can watch the, the VOD on X-Wing Junkies' YouTube channel. They did post it, but it is very hard to figure out what the hell's going on because um, 
Mark and Zach are commentating and they get sidetracked. And then I think they get up to like, go get a beer at one point, And we're just kind of pointing at the table and rolling dice really quickly. We knew what was going on, but following it, if you're not super familiar with the ACSI format, it might be a little hard. I've heard that rolling all evades is a good strategy. Uh, you should a, try well, that more. So humorously enough at worlds and then at St. Louis, I basically, I use the same Sudrafell build, which is lone wolf, uh, stealth device and auto or in, uh, afterburners and just cleaned up both uh, multiple ACE high events. And it was effectively all the dice variants coming back from my actual tournament games where it'd be like, I'd have Sunfact just die out of nowhere. Never roll, never roll an evade. I'm like, oh, well, this this is really rough. Man, three agility. I know, I know what I'm getting myself into, but why does this happen? And then I go play an Aces High game, and it's like, oh, look at this. I've rolled three evades every time I've rolled the dice. Cool. So what are you all most excited to try? Um, I'll, well, I guess it's... Uh, I, we kind of already talked to Blair... Uh, and he he said, but he didn't say what he's going to be thinking about for the Las Vegas Open. Uh, I think I feel like I want to try separatists now that TA one seventy five is is good and is uh, is candy. It's just going to be talking about the right are you talking about uh, extended or hyperspace. You want to try uh, either? So for me, Sorry. I think I'm probably playing mostly extended. Although if I get back into the local game store, it depends on what format they are. Sure. Um, if it's hyperspace then i don't know i'm gonna have to go through and see what's left i think actually four e-wings is actually kind of interesting too that's just a lot of beef and they all get target locks the first round i wouldn't i wouldn't write that one off either um depending on how effective you are using your target locks that that could be roughly on par with uh or maybe even a little bit better than five oh, flat 50 points hmm, interesting yeah yeah, the, the numbers on those are very favorable if you can get a free target lock, you know, 40, 50% of the time, which you certainly can on the initial joust. And the initial joust, it's going to be, you know, close to 100%, depending on if you get the target that you lock. So, uh, yeah. and, you know, a lot of times it's the initial joust happens. And if you can alpha enough stuff off the board, things snowball. Um, so that's that's definitely one to keep an eye out for. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't noticed them coming. They're they're finally coming down on points too. Hey, yeah, people go look at the E-wing more. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So currently for Vegas, my my gut reaction is to take my Sunter Vader and three Academies because it got three points cheaper, which gives me passive sensors on Vader as well as sense and afterburners. Um, and just we'll deal with the points adjustments. But I might. I might think up some 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 weird stuff because I I can fit a uh, um, like a sense Grand Inquisitor uh, a precognitive reflexes Vader and um, one extra ship so it's could be Sunter could be Duchess could be you know another Ace of some kind. Turfpreneur got cheaper, Tyler. <laughs> sure did. Hey, and there was much rejoicing. Wait, there's interceptors not named Sunter Fell. Uh, yeah, we talked about them. The alpha got really cheap. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying. Uh, what is Tur? So, man, it's that I four. If Tur was I five, I'd be all. But I four just makes me go. I don't care. You know, I I four is for the true X wing players. Tyler. Uh, sh that that is fine. You can you you can keep the true X wing player. I'll keep having perfect information. <laughs> I didn't come here to try to 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 make this game hard for myself. All right, well, I think I think that about covers it, huh? Yeah. Um, we're gonna probably start recording more often since, like, we have points what? updates and stop it, Blair. It'll be fine. I did not we'll agree do it. To I mean, <laughs> we got we have to to average more than like four podcasts a year. So I think that's what our we have to drag yeah. the captain out of uh, out of the cargo bay where we have him locked up, and yeah. uh, and then maybe he'll we'll drag him out the next one for sure. Ryan What's Farmer, that? Ryan Farmer stolen. That's true. Oh, oh. Mm. Ryan Farmer trying to make an RPG podcast with Kelvin when Kelvin can't even get around to uh, making his own podcast. Yeah, not cool. Well, uh, we're gonna have words. I I will drive to Kansas City and keel haul him myself. Which is a uh, well, side note. Anybody from Kansas City have a boat that I could possibly borrow and or a big enough lake that you could keel haul someone on? 
I don't know how. Why long would I'm anyone lives in Kansas City on a boat? I mean, I don't know. People like boats. There's probably like lakes or rivers and stuff like that around there. Mm-hmm. The biggest lake is like three miles long. That's that seems far out of town. Uh, yeah. What was this like? Paradise Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Not even that big, man. I think I'd love to. Ah, that's that one run there. I could do it. Well, we can probably do a Vegas unless I bomb. Then. (laughs) Uh, Then we. So the the great thing about Vegas is no one has any idea what people are gonna bring. Like. Yeah. It's and true. You know what I mean? These, are, like, these are always the best tournaments. They yep. really are. So now it's, do I fly triple ace or do I fly, fly blocking ace? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah. Who knows? All right. Thanks, right, loyal followers. For- yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'll, try to, I'll try to press games guys into uh, showing up more often and at least putting out some kind of content. So if you've got anything that you're interested in hearing or, you know, you find a cool list, um, you know, post it on Facebook. Let us know about it because I'm not going to have enough time to, like, sit here and go through all the factions that I don't play. And there's probably some cool stuff with, you know, like Dash going down on points and that kind of stuff. So, or... Staying the same. Somebody went down. So twenty four hundred of some kind went down on points. I'm sure they all went down. I think all of them did. God dang it! We don't need dash render on the table. I promise. Yeah, they all went down. Dash went down pretty, to seventy ninety one now. The fringer was down to seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, the fringer went down nine. That's crazy. Four dice gun that that low. Oof. Yeah, don't br- don't bring that in extended, guys. I don't want to deal with that nonsense. Also, I think like you can get three uh, ghosts on the table now. Isn't that a thing? No. Uh, no, can't. Oh, dropped, it's so close. No, okay. no, they dropped a little for Rebel 1 point to 67. They're, so They're, uh, they're I, in the same I, spot I, as the, the defenders. Yeah, that's one break point that I think I don't mind them staying above. Because like three decimators or three ghosts, that just seems like games go to time anyway. But that <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. It's a lot of beef. Nope. Yes. Yeah. It's 75 minute game rounds. I don't have enough times to shoot you enough. Cool. <laughs> oh, look, you're attacking me with two or three dice. Well, I have a reinforce every turn anyway. It's fine. Right. You're taking one, 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 one. Yep. Well, you think that's that's great. You Have you seen the new uh, Decimator pilot? Uh, no, I actually have not. So he basically has, I think, three charges. Let me, let me get the actual pilot up real quick. So he has... Yeah, he has three charges, and at the end phase, he can spend one charge to uh, flip one of your reinforce tokens to the oh, other. Oh yes, arc I did see that. It, right. So yeah, that's crazy. Right, but that means you can double reinforce the front. Oh, you can have the same token. Sure can. It's nothing saying you can't. Uh huh. Interesting. You just can't take the same action twice, which is why you've never been able to get it up before. Uh huh. So, man, oh, you're five X-Wings? Cool. My Decimator says I take five? Cool. Whatever. Yeah, no matter what, <laughs> you're going to just take one unless they get into range oh, one. I, or unless they roll zero, which is, I guess is sure. possible. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. You could do that three times, yeah, which, point, which it, is effectively what, the entire game. Three rounds yeah, is a absolutely. long time once you get into it. Absolutely is the entire game that matters. And actually, you can do that in the round leading up to combat. So the first round of combat, you oh, shove it in there, and you have two reinforces in the front because you had it on the back on the first round when you were at, like, range yep. four or five. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and he's initiative four, so you'll know ahead of time. So, yep, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's, pr- it's pretty straight nonsense. would be good, guys. Oh, wait, and that ship is just releasing, so I'm assuming that's hyperspace legal? Yeah, he is. When he comes out, he will be. Oh, I guess yep. I actually don't know if it's he. I don't want to... Everybody wanna go buy the new card key. packs. I, I'm in I'm in for the card packs. There's yeah. some cool stuff in there. Um, the mission types look cool, too. Like So it would be interesting if those would actually show up... <coughs> excuse me. In... Uh, um, like tournament play. Because uh, just like the, it wasn't this this past Twitch cast, but it was the one before that where they were kind of showing some of the new pilots and things like that. It was just kind of cool with the way you made the. Uh, the only thing that changed was the um, the uh, uh, obstacles that were on the field, 
So it was like, it, you were like in a combat tail or something like that. So it was eight obstacles instead of six. And they were, it was, you had to pick out of like all the obstacles. You had to pick like three rocks, two clouds, three debris clouds or something like that. And then they had to be spaced in a certain way. That isn't the normal like 206. So that was kind of cool. I'd be in for that. All right. Uh, cool. I guess we're going to sign out. Like I said, hit us up on social media and the like. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And I will try to make people like Blair show up after basketball games to uh, record a podcast. And Bob's actually going to get some games in. So where he's going to go like, oh, hey, this is actually really good. We hope anyway. This is the plan. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, happy hunting. And if any of you guys are going to be at LVO, come up and say hi to Blair and I. Um, and wish us luck and all that nonsense. Blair, are we going to have any swag at LVO? Do we, did we do anything or are we just lazy again? Uh, I'll have a little swag. You want to come get some... Tell me a good joke at Tyler's expense? I'll give you a little swag. <laughs> I'm super in. <laughs> only if I get to hear it too, though. And it's got to be a good joke. Not, not like a questionable or only okay joke. <laughs> all right. I'm good with ending on that. That way, and we'll just like pad like an extra ten minutes worth of audio, of blank audio, so they'll just be waiting for us to come back in. But we're <laughs> going to replay the sound of Blair's cat on repeat. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Outtakes. Uh, Put it at the end. <laughs> Did you do it? Did that? Nope. Nope. Did I spell it wrong? You didn't. You said in show chat. Oh, god damn it! Kind of funny. My son's name is Craig.